0: This is Peter DeMeyer, represents the respondents in Kwan versus Ontario. And I have three major points to address the court on, on this case. The first point is dealing with the express computer policy that the petitioners rely on, claiming that there was notice provided to Jeff Kwan and the others in this case. Here we have a computer policy that. Both lower courts, recognized, did not apply on its own to pagers. Only with the modification of the police department's lieutenant, Lieutenant Duke, was the policy expanded to include pagers. And this same lieutenant also is the one that modified the policy to tell the officers that as long as they paid for any overage charges on the character amount. That the city was charged for that their messages would not be reviewed so you have the same lieutenant that happened to be the one in charge of the pagers modifying the policy both ways the second the second part of press is the the, of the search under o'connor which this court themselves to apply for public employer employee searches. The search has to be not it has to be not excessively intrusive given the purpose of the search. Here, the jury found at the district court level that the purpose of the search was for the sole limited reason of determining if the, if the officers were paying for character 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 messages that were going over the city's allotment. That was the sole purpose. With even that limited purpose, there, there were other ways that the city could have certainly achieved this search. Instead, what they did was they reviewed all of the messages, including very private messages in this case, that uh, impacted the privacy interests of our clients. One of, one of the key points that the city brings up is the fact that they shouldn't be restricted to using the least intrusive means, but O'Connor, in our view, requires that they can't use the most excessively intrusive means either, and that's what happened here. Here they took all of the messages, reviewed them all, and... They certainly could have done it in another fashion. They could have looked at it uh, by maybe getting the officers themselves to look at it and and count the characters of business-related versus private uh, messages and not have to view them in that way. They could have asked for consent of the officers, and they just decided to just go with the extreme method here and, and we think is certainly excessive in light, again, of a very limited purpose jury pronounced. Had this been a misconduct search, for example, you know, then, then their scope would have been, they would have had a lot more leeway in the scope. Uh, obviously, if it was misconduct such, uh, of such a nature that required them to see the content of the communications, then certainly that would be reasonable, a reasonable scope for the purpose that they were looking at it. Again, that, that's not the case here, here, the jury had a very, very limited purpose. The other important issue that they're looking at is the expectation of privacy of Sergeant Kwan. And under O'Connor, again, we have to look at the operational realities of the workplace. Here, as I mentioned earlier, the computer policy itself did not apply to text pages. This was a city-wide policy that applied to computers, email, and Internet use. Only with Lieutenant Duke's modification of that policy was expanded to include the pagers with his verbal announcement of that policy change. Here, here again, looking at the realities of the Ontario Police Department, Lieutenant Duke also modified the policy to allow the officers to use the pagers for personal use as long as they paid for the overages. So looking at both those modifications together, you, you obtain what the operational reality was Ontario. O'Connor well, looked at the actual office practices and procedures to determine what the expectation of privacy was. And again, here the actual practice was the officers paid for the, the overages, there was no review of the pagers. Uh, the city does make a, a little bit of, of uh, argument on whether or not Lieutenant Duke had the authority to amend the computer policy, but they can't have it both ways. Lieutenant Duke's the one that announced the computer policy applied to the pagers. He's also the same one that announced that as long as they paid the overages, they wouldn't be reviewed. So he either had the authority to do one or neither. Either way, I think is uh, was good with us. Since if, if he didn't have the authority, then there was no <clears throat> policy. And, and our client certainly would have expectation of of privacy. One one of the other in the the final note I would make is that the court, when looking at cases involving privacy interests, the court always balances the privacy interests involved with the governmental need for the search. Here we're looking at what were very intimate private messages that Certainly, these plaintiffs wrote with the expectation that they were going to be remaining private between the two people communicating versus the very minimal need that the government had here, which was as determined again by the jury that to determine if the city was paying for enough characters or the officers shouldn't be paying for the characters and the city should be. So again, a very, very minimal need if the officers were paying for character that they shouldn't have. They certainly could have complained about it and, and been able to resolve it. But here, very, very minimal needs, balanced against very, very intrusive search of the text messages. And I think that would conclude our presentation.